Hello and welcome to the Original Cast, the podcast about original cast albums and the people who love them. I'm Bobby Flynn. I'm Maggie Flynn. I'm Josie Flynn. We are here to tell you that the Original Cast now has merchandise available for sale at bit.ly slash original cast store. There are t-shirts, tote bags, manic stickers, and coffee mugs. So get yourself I Can't I Have Rehearsal t-shirt. Get a tote bag. I'd have a standard logo. Or a heretofore never seen alternative logo. Get a baseball shirt. Why a baseball shirt? Too bad. <laughs> Copy mugs. Please buy something. Because our dad is in the arts. Because our dad is in the arts. It it's gets cold at night. Cold at night. And we're hungry and cold. And adorable. Bit.ly slash original caster. Please buy things and support our dad. I have to say something more else. What do you want to say? I can't. I have a song. Why are you <laughs> doing this to me? Need a little Christmas now. Whenever my world falls apart. I never lose hope or lose heart Whatever the form of the storm that may brew Not with you to lean on, darlings, you Hello and welcome to The Original Cast, a podcast about original cast albums and the people who love them. I'm Patrick Flynn and it's the Tonys! We're back to a Tonys episode. Haven't done a Tonys episode in two years because there hasn't been a Tonys in two years and don't talk to me about last year. Uh, cause there wasn't one, I swear to God, but still Danny Bernstein has a Tony. So, uh, you know, good things do come out of these sorts of things. And here to join me on this retrospective evening th- thing. I don't know when you're listening to this. It's evening when we're recording it. It's Kimberly Cooper Schmidt, everybody. Hello. Hello. So Kimberly, like a month ago, mm-hmm. you and I and Kelly sat in glass house we sure did and we like we like talked tony's right before the nominees came out like a few days before yeah um made some we got some right we got, we got some, some right. very wrong got some very wrong because there was there were whole shows we forgot about <laughs> whole shows <laughs> completely forgot about whole performers we were like well duh you know oh, anyway whole performers so, we really like <laughs> we really like and enjoy who did shows that didn't last. So I think yeah. that might be why that, <laughs> that, that <laughs> happened, but it happens, you know, mm-hmm. it happens to the best of us. And uh, we, so yeah, I, I wanted to bring it in. Now we've got these nominations. The awards are on Sunday and uh, let's, let's, we're going to talk about the Tonys. We're going to make some predictions. We're going to, we're going to have a good time with it. Um, before we start making predictions though, mm-hmm. uh what do you what do you what do you think of these these Tony nominations overall? Overall, they just reminded me that like what is time? Because <laughs> there were some that I was like, that was this season. Yeah. Wow. Oh. Yeah. Like this season has been short, but also very long and has just felt like I'm not really sure when things begin and end. <laughs> oh yeah. And so it's been a lot of and I just I think this is the first year I have seen what I think is embarrassingly few shows. <laughs> this is the other reason I wanted to talk to you specifically, because I uh-huh. saw two nominated shows 
And I like that is mm-hmm. wildly more than I normally see before the Tony Awards happen. So I am like, I am, I haven't seen this many shows before the nominees came out since Come From Away and Dear Evan Hansen. Only one of which I saw in New York. Again, this is and actually this time, only one of which I saw in New York. I saw Company, like I think the day before I saw you. And yeah. um, we saw Strange Loop here. But it's the same production, obviously. Oh, right. Yeah. That's and everything. The same. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So I those are the two shows I saw <laughs> before the nomination came out. <laughs> and so I'm like, I'm like pumped. This is way more than I've normally seen. Because I also think because they're going to do really well. Like they got nine and 11 nominations, respectively. I know. Uh, they're going to do they're going to do great. Um, yeah. And we are, I should say to listeners, as always. Wait, you saw the two to see. I think so. <laughs> Looking at the list, I mean, I would love to see six. Six is the, mm-hmm. the the sort of last one on the list. And I wish I could have seen Carolina change, but that was just never going to, I was never going to get up to New York for that. It um, was quick. Yeah. And it was just, it was not the right time. Oh, and I've seen Diana. Never mind. I saw that on Netflix. So that counts. Oh, it does have a nomination. It does. It has the absolute wrong right. nomination. Yeah. I know. I, I saw it though. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know, I know, and I'm so je- I'm so jealous of anyone who saw it live, but it is there to be pro shotted and enjoyed forever and mm-hmm. ever and ever, which it should be because it was amazing. Um, but uh, so what was what? So you saw shockingly few. What was the best show you saw this last season? Company. Okay. I think. Yeah. Of what I saw, I feel like. I slodged through some stinkers <laughs> <laughs> because I, I feel like I saw a lot, but I did not see a lot of what's what nominated. You, what did you see? Oh, you didn't see a lot of what's nominated. I see what you mean. Okay. Yeah. Um, so company was probably the best thing that I saw, but I also, it was one of the last things I saw before the shutdown. Cause I was at invited dress. Oh, <laughs> yes. Very fancy. Look at you. Um, and then two years later, I saw it in previews, <laughs> which is a strange sentence. Sure. Any big rewrites or big changes since the uh, in between invited dress? And... Nope. <laughs> everyone the... sounded like a healthy, like they had some time off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like Everyone sounded really good. Good vocal rest. Good vocal rest. Everyone like they took really... really good care of themselves. <laughs> Did they sound like they were really happy to be there? Like oh, there were some casting changes. Oh, were there really? Yeah. So Kyle Dean Massey was originally the one who takes her to a park. Oh, um, pocket of a park. It's Kathy is the part in the. Yeah. What is his name? And I don't know. Remember what his Kevin? name is. I don't know. What did they turn Kathy something into? like that? Let's well, let's look it up. Let's, yeah, let's, let's go to see. the cast. And of course, how am um, I going to recognize his name since it's not, <laughs> it's not one of the, on the list. <laughs> Well, I can tell you who's oh, playing Theo. him now. Theo. Yeah, Manu Theo. is playing him now. Yeah, Kyle Dean. There we go. Yeah. And he's great. I saw him in Merrily We Roll Along at, um, what's it called? Roundabout, that roundabout revival that happened. Oh, okay. He was Charlie. He was very good. Okay. The revival was anyone trying to revive Merrily? Flawed. Yes. But- <laughs> oh, sure. Well, it's a very flawed show. So yes, that makes is. perfect sense. Um, so he was new in company, and I think one of the other men maybe was new, or somebody there's a mm. new swing and like new swings and understudies and stuff. Sure. Um, 
that's all I remember of being actually different. He didn't. Sure. Actually, I liked him better because Kyle Dean Massey is like, you know, the Aaron debate understudy from next to normal. So just like right. a handsome youngish man. Right. And it made a lot of sense. And then Manu is older. Yes. And like going gray. And so you yes. really understand that it scene gives, of like, yeah. there's a time to come to New York and a time to leave. Yes. There was a little it, more weight in that vignette. It gives it a lot of gravitas. Been. Yeah. It gives mm-hmm. it, it gives that scene a whole new, there was a lot of that in company. Um, yeah. In this production, it was a lot of like. Purposefully. Really so. purpose. Yes. And, but like sh- work shockingly well would be my statement about company. Like it. Yeah. I, I, I knew it would work. Cause they made, cause they'd done it in the West end and it was a hit. Like, so I'm like, I'm like yeah. okay, this, this obviously works. <laughs> Clearly it's good. They brought it Clearly here. Clearly it's us. fine. They brought it here and people had seen it and said it was good, but I was shocked how much of it was better with, yeah. with the changes and how it just, it suddenly made sense. And then watching, watching the PBS documentary recently, um, that, by the way, thank you to all of you who DM'd, texted, and messaged me on Twitter that it was on because, like, I'm watching it and my phone, like, blew up. It was great, um, <laughs> which is so good. My audience knows me. Um, but then that I was reminded that one of the ways the show was written was that Sondheim sat down with Mary Rogers, who was on her second marriage, and said, tell me everything about marriage. marriage. And... So then like that was sort of the last piece of the puzzle for me, because it's always been a show by two closeted gay men about married people, which gives it a very odd perspective. But then when you add Mary Rogers on top of it, it's kind of like, okay, now everything fits together for me with Bobby. And like, and now I get Bobby, I think. And yes, that part should be played by a woman. Like a thousand percent. I keep telling people it's the only way you could have modernized this show. But I even think you could do it that way um, in the 70s, in the seventies. Oh, yeah. yeah, I think oh, you for could, sure. Yeah, you could still you would have to change the, the obviously the gay marriage section doesn't doesn't work. Yes. In the same way. But, you know, like I, I feel like whatever, like we could, you know, you might be able to get past that. But even so, yes, you're right. If you modernize this with a guy, it just wouldn't have. It's just like, what, a 35 year old's not getting married. What's the right. news? Like <laughs> it's like so yeah. nothing. It's not and a yet, thing. yeah. It's yeah. really even not that much of a thing for a 35-year-old woman to not be married in New York, but no, but the, the but the, the time and like adding the element of like a well, the pressure of it yeah made a lot more the societal pressure made a lot more sense. Yes. That was the part that I was really just like all the people bugging her to get married. And it really felt like that. It felt like it's it was something she wasn't really thinking about, but like everyone was. And everyone just kept bringing it up. Yes. 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 And that made a ton of sense. And it like and all of the role reversals of the relationships made a ton of sense. The weed smoking scene finally made sense. It was so good. The first time in 50 years to me, that scene wasn't. I was like, oh, all you needed to do was put Christopher Fitzgerald. Yes. In that role. He was so good in that. <laughs> so, so good in that part. When he comes in during poor baby and sits on the bed, I like I thought I was gonna wet my pants. I was laughing so hard. Like he really brilliant he crushes it in that moment. He's so mm. he's so funny and so 
in the way in the way those people are where he has no idea that he's not being helpful and he has no idea he just sits on the bed which is oh my god here i am claiborne elder is climbing all over katrina link and you're just like yes this makes perfect sense oh my god claiborne's so good too he is he really i, I think i said to you Fantastic. at dinner he mm-hmm. I, I was didn't think he would get nominated he was the nomination i was like this isn't gonna happen but he absolutely should get nominated because yeah. that is a nothing part and he really made it he just like milked it oh yeah he was so good so funny and again made a lot more sense (laughs) yeah as a man who's like attractive and never he's because he's like john hammond 30 rock where he's just just never had to be too smart nope and everything's really just worked out for him in the long (laughs) and continues to i don't know it's so good yeah and when he says things like i don't have anything more to say it made a lot of sense as a something a guy would say to a woman. Like, yeah, just such ta- a very I'm, like, I have nothing else to say. I'm done talking now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like in a very, it had, a, it had a, like a tone, like a, a nice push of aggression to it. Which uh-huh. I was like, yep, there he is. <laughs> so good. That was great. Did you see Strange Loop? No. Oh, I, okay. So two of the shows that are nominated. Um, one, I got COVID, so couldn't go, mm-hmm. which is yeah. Paradise Square. Ah, okay. The other is a strange loop. Got COVID, and so I couldn't go because they canceled the performance I had tickets to, uh, and then okay. I just have not rescheduled. I haven't yet. gotten back to it yet. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, I've listened to it many times. I've watched the new B-roll with Jaquel instead of mm-hmm. um, Larry Owens. Right. And I think I've talked to a few friends who saw it, and like some things have changed from the cast album off Broadway. Because you didn't, you didn't see. Oh, that's right. No, you didn't see it at no, playwrights or anything. I'm so yeah, mad yeah, about that's it. right. Oh, because I gave you guys the album. That's right. I'm remembering this now. Yes, I paid it forward. Because somebody yes. gave oh. it to me. Yes, because it's, it's so yeah. Good. Oh, it's transcendently good. Because I was yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, if you haven't seen that, that explains why Company is the best thing you saw. Uh, yes, because I haven't seen Strange Loop. Because you haven't seen Strange Loop. So, other, let's, but I let's will. Try. Yeah, it's so good. God, it's good. I yeah. talked about it a bunch, and we'll talk about it some more. And Jay loves it too. So it's one of those shows we have to find a time where we can see it together. Mm-hmm. Oh, we've got a lot going on. It's a, we right, it's a lot. Well, that's true. It's a lot. <laughs> we haven't had the world is busy. a minute. Yeah. You you know, you got a job. Jay's got what he claims is a job. There's a lot going on. <laughs> uh, well, let's talk through these shows a little. Let's just kind yeah. of go through the nominated ones. We're only going to do the musicals, guys, because uh, this is a musicals podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it's not that I don't care about the plays. Quite the contrary. But this is a musicals podcast. So we're going to stick with our strength. And let's just talk, like so what so quick impressions on on some some more of the shows. We've already talked about Diana. All right. I'm no intellect, but maybe there's a discotheque. So Mrs. Doubtfire. Make me a woman if you can. One nomination. I saw it. Oh, you did see it. Okay. Yeah. How was it? I had a good time. I can kind of understand why it wasn't nominated for best musical. Cause it is pretty much the movie mm-hmm. and it does have that. It wasn't a perfect adaptation. There were some things that I was like, why did you add this song? Mm-hmm. Why is this the point that you chose to have a song mm-hmm. at the end? There are like three finales. I feel like, Oh dear. Um, but the heart of it is the movie, which is one of my favorite movies. Really? One of oh, your yeah. favorite movies? Oh, wow. Like growing up, Mrs. Doubtfire was like a standard. It was like we would watch Mrs. Doubtfire or the Santa Claus. Like those were or a League of Their Own. Like those oh, wow. were like the family films. Okay. That's interesting. <laughs> I know. 
I don't know. We always just thought it was so funny. Oh um, okay. So I knew it very well going in. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so I had is, a good time. But it is a movie that lives and dies on Robin Williams. So I imagine the musical also lives and dies on Robin Rob McClure. Robin McClure, who is, is that, fantastic. Which is which is what I had heard that he's... Yeah. And he's a great... I mean, he's such a great performer. He's great. He's worth yeah. your ticket price. The show, you know obviously has some issues trying mm-hmm. to modernize it and it is a tricky subject also when i saw it it was before they paused and came back and recast the children right so i still had the two children that were in it before the pandemic got you two years later when their right. voices had changed right sure so there was a little bit of like that child's not turning 12 right at his 12th birthday <laughs> And I was like so appreciative that they let this kid keep his job, but I was like, right at the no. same time. Yeah. You, you <laughs> Although the girl playing the oldest daughter, yes, Annalise, Lydia? who's been on this show, um, a star. Yes, she's great. She's absolutely. She's fantastic. brilliant. Her and Rob McClure were like worth seeing the show for sure. He does a very cool thing, and they changed the. I think he has done this on TV shows, like as the performance instead of the dinosaur scene. Mm-hmm. that gets him the job as the children's show mm-hmm. he does like a loop machine like this loop kind of techno oh, song okay and it's really cool well, that's and i think that's probably if they let them do anything at the time i was gonna say are they that. gonna do anything but that's i don't question. think they will like what's the point they're closed yeah and also what's the point of having him do something not in the costume at that because the reason to do it would be if they were open. So, you'd know, like, it's not just him in the costume. It's also like stuff. True. But like, if you're going to do Doubtfire on stage, you got to show the costume. And yeah, I don't know. I honestly, which don't, is but- good. And I don't know how they got like that mask to go to quick change. Mm-hmm. So nicely. <laughs> it was a lot. I, I do feel bad that they opened closed, closed on purpose, I which I thought was very conscientious and then still couldn't couldn't make a run of it that couldn't come back yeah and i don't want to blame the pandemic too much but like their target audience is families mm-hmm. and those children they're were not, not coming to the theater because it yeah. wasn't safe yeah and so like their target audience wasn't ready to come wasn't back coming yeah they could have paused a whole another year but yeah but you can't do that but you can't do that <laughs> you can't do that that's not how things work so i don't yeah. know it'll have a life on tour it will it'll have regional. a life regionally. it'll have a rich and in community like it'll it'll have it'll recoup life. in 10 years once the rights are out like there you go <laughs> right the writers will be fine also so the big topic of conversation when we had dinner was funny girl when you're gifted then you're gifted yeah we were predicting how many nominations we thought so the big conversation we had was about whether or not beanie feldstein was going to be nominated for best actress and hadn't considered any other nominations not happening. Well, that was the that thing. Was you and I were sort of of the opinion it was going to get nominated for Best Revival, that uh, that Jane Lynch was definitely going to get nominated. And th- like we had a whole, you and we I. We thought were just Ramin like, would get it. We yep, thought all these neither of us gonna, have seen the show. No, not at clear. all. Only read, the, only read the reviews and and talked to people who've seen it. And my sort of sentiment, I think, when we left was like, if the show doesn't get nominated for best revival and she doesn't get nominated, it's not too bad. It's not like an embarrassing thing. Yeah. But if the show gets nominated and she doesn't, that's embarrassing. Like that's a shame. That's kind of an embarrassing thing to do. Neither of us predicted, of course, what happened, which is the show got one nomination for best supporting actor. Supporting actor. Oh my gosh. It is such a like, 
Which, wow, does that speak volumes about his work? Yes, oh, absolutely. Jared Grimes, who apparently, who's the only, who got universally great reviews. I mean, he's yes. the only part of the show that everybody agreed was phenomenal. Um, having done the show, I can say a couple of things. It's not a well-written show. No. And it is, Eddie Ryan is the best, which is the part I played, is the best part in the show. Because you sing two great songs and mm-hmm. you do lots of great dances and then you're gone. Like you're just on, and every time you come on, people are happy to see you. It's the perfect, like the perfect character. The good role. It's yeah. a very good role in that show. And so I'm very happy for him that he got nominated. Um, his dancing apparently is phenomenal. Uh, but yeah, that was, that's a huge swing and a miss for Funny Girl. Ooh, what do you think that surprising. means for the show? Like I am not. I don't know. It's close, still selling, but... but it's not like, I mean, because they haven't announced closing yet, but I can't imagine it's. I mean, unless they, can, wow. I don't know. I don't, I honestly don't know. Jane Lynch not I. getting nominated. It's a big shock to me personally. Like that's a huge, you think she just gets a nom yeah, you out think of she would just habit. get it. Although I feel like there are just a lot of women this year. There are. And so, when we get to that category, you will see it as a stacked category. It's stacked. So, yeah. So maybe, I don't know. It's, it's, you know, I have or no idea. I'm not, I'm not, not a prognosticator. Good? It's not a good yeah, part. I, I mean, that's the thing is it's not a that's good true. part. That's true. It's not a good part. And it is ostensibly... And she was a weird choice for mm-hmm. it. Yes, she is a weird choice for it. And it is ostensibly the same character. Do you watch Marvelous Mrs. Maisel? Sure do. So the char- not the character <laughs> she plays, but the character that the character she plays plays? Yes. It's ostensibly... It's that. It is yeah. ostensibly the same Put role. Put that on your plate. Right, exactly. <laughs> same exact shtick kind of thing. So... You know, I get why they saw that and put her there. Exactly. But it also would make voters who are familiar with her be like, well, this is the same thing I saw you do on Maisel. So like mm-hmm. what's the, what big whoop. And like you say, it's stacked. So, you know, yeah. you're stacked, you're stacked. Uh, and then we have Carolina Change got three nominations. Nothing ever happened underground in Louisiana. That I saw. And? Oh, I had a great, it was my first show back. Oh, good one. Good one yeah. for the first show back. Good one, but also didn't know the show very well. Oh, okay. So that and must have been did my experience. normal. I don't want to know. I'll go in blind. Oh wow! How was and that? For my first show in like two years, after uh-huh. having watched Netflix and movies, um, and we watch with closed captions. Sure. <laughs> because of our little ADD brains. Right. Um, weird show to come back to. Mm-hmm. It's a hard one. And I was like. Oh, I don't really know what's going on. <laughs> Very fair. Okay. But, Very fair. Like loved that kind of music being my first reintroduction and just being like, oh, it, everyone sounds great. Mm. Not entirely sure what you're saying, but everyone sounds good. Everyone sounds really good. It, everyone it, sounds really good. It, Sharon it, D. Clark was great. Very different to Tanya Pinkins, because then of course well, I that's went the thing. the bootlegs. Because like very listening, different. Listening to the new cast album, which is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um I was startled by how the arrangements were different, not mm-hmm. in a major way, just in a very interesting, subtle way. Like the, the whole show was kind of rearranged, but not in that big, flashy, overt way you often rearrange a show. It was just like, a, it was a really a rethink. It was like, they took the whole thing yeah. and be like, what if we did this instead? What if we did that? What if we didn't emphasize so this so much? Yeah. yeah. And it really, it was really interesting listening to it. I was, I was hearing the songs kind of again because i was mm-hmm. 
not familiar with that arrangement. So I was, we'd get to parts and songs and I'd be like, oh, we're there already. Oh, oh, wow. Like this is really doing some interesting stuff. I also noticed that this is, and this will not help you understand things when you're seeing it live without any knowledge, how much the lyrics and some of the songs are like, it's very Bill Finn. It's very characters talking about other characters, repeating things over and over again. Like Caroline's has a cigarette, Caroline's in the bed, Caroline, this long, it's very, very built yeah. in kind of vibe, especially among the white characters. So it's, it, which I never noticed before, but it was a real like, wow, it's like Janine Tesori and Tony Kushner do Bill Finn here. Or Rose <laughs> Stopnik can, it was listening to Rose Stopnik can cook where I was really just like, this is a Bill Finn song, like top to bottom. This is a Bill Finn yeah, song. Yeah, it kind yeah. of is. In the best kind of way. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's if you haven't, if you like Carolina Change, if you've never heard it, get the new album. It's it's great. And then listen. Casey to the Levy was wonderful. Mm-hmm. And our love, not uh, friend, friend of mine, uh, or acquaintance of mine, and friend of the show. Eventually, as soon as I can have him on, Kevin McAllister, Baltimore native oh, and yeah. theater guy down here, got some excellent reviews. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were very excited about that for him down here. We're all very proud of him. Oh, uh, coming in with four nominations as we climb the list here. Flying over sunset. There- sunset a show you and i just totally forgot because <laughs> we forgot about it because to be honest when it got nominated i was like that was this that happened this time and i kept meaning to see it because one of jay's best friends from college was the understudy and he went on a bunch and we kept going we have to go see danny oh wow well there you go and then we never did and we love carmen cusack friend of broad wasted i don't know friend of your show but but that was the thing is like the that was it when you and I were trying to predict who would be nominated for best actress in a musical. Had we remembered that Carmen people. Cusack did a show, we would have been like, Well, duh, Carmen yeah. Cusack's gonna get nominated for best actress in a musical. Of course, she is. So, that was our big. I think I texted big you that morning, thumbs. like, We forgot Carmen yes. Cusack. <laughs> and I think I got your text before I looked at the nominations, oh. and I was just like, Oh my God. <laughs> what idiots. Um, I have, did you, have you, so did you listen to the album or anything for it? Have you heard any nope. of it? Yeah. It's kind of, it was sort of yeah. my response to it. Well, that's um, what I've heard. And that's yeah. why it didn't last. Yeah. Ran for 35 performances. I, I mean, that's a tough, Oh wow. that's a tough number. Yeah. I did hear that she was great. Mm-hmm. And it's, but it was and, just kind of weird. Yeah. Which is, you know, not necessarily bad, but it did. The, the score didn't really knock around for me. I mean, it's the story of Claire Booth Luce, if you know who she was. It, it's, you know, but it's anyway. Yeah, it's a, and it was in the Beaumont too, which is like cavernous. So, yeah, that needs a, and I love the Beaumont, but it needs right. It's a weird place to put a new show. Um, although Piazza. Ne- well, well, right, but Piazza suits that like yes, exactly space so beautifully that mm-hmm. yeah, it it all it, it, it works there. Um, moving up for five nominations, a show I know you saw because you mentioned it uh, right before we started recording, Mister Saturday Night. <laughs> I did. I saw it, and I stayed for Act Two. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I didn't want to, oh, but I did. Really. I have not seen the movie and I wonder if that would change oh, my mind. This is, oh my goodness. Have you seen the movie? I have. Okay. Um, years ago, but I remember it clearly because it's not good. The movie, I looked it up after I was like, clearly this, people have affection for this film. 
and the film has awful reviews. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it was a... So why did this happen? Well, because... So the thing... Here's the thing about the movie. It was Billy Crystal at the height of his powers in like 1994, yeah. I think. Something like that. Um, it is finally, still very much set in 1994. Yeah, got his like... This was his dream project to do this character who was this like insult comic. Um... And like he got to write it and direct it and star in it. Like mm. this is his big thing in this movie. And it is the thing he he should never have directed the movie is the sort of answer to it. Not because he's a bad director, because I don't think he he is a bad director, but because he never in the movie, it is never made clear to me why I should like this guy. It's one of these things where like Billy so Crystal. That problem holds. Yes, I imagine it would, because like Yes. Crystal and Lowell Gantz and Babalu Mandel, who co-wrote the book with him, co-wrote the screenplay with him. They wrote City Slickers. They've written a lot of movies you've, you've seen from the 90s. Um, they clearly love this guy. And I don't know why, because he's awful and he's not funny. Is a sort of mm-hmm. like you can be awful and funny or you can be, you know, not funny and sweet. Like, you can yeah. be mean, but you got to make me laugh. And yeah. nope. Nope. Not also, the, not the difference all. of the movie to the stage production is in the movie. He is the age he was in the flashbacks. Right. And then he's in age makeup when he is this elderly gentleman trying to reclaim his past. Right. And just like being mean to people about which comedians matter and like why he Mm. won't accept certain jobs. Right. Um, And now he is old. He's he's older than he was playing in the old scenes in the movie now. Correct. Yes. And then he is in youthful makeup. Yep. In the flashbacks, as is the majority of the cast. Right. And most of the movie takes place in flashback. More than half, certainly, I would say. Yeah, so it's... And it's probably... They may have fixed that. Like, maybe there is more Mm -hmm. in, like, present... In the 90s, like, in old Mm -hmm. (laughs) than there was in the movie. Like, Randy Graff, I think, is only once young. Young. I love Randy Graff. She's great, but like it's very hard to convincingly skew yourself forty years younger. Yes, to be night for the two of them to be this elderly married couple. They are kind of fun together, right. and then um, you see their first date when they're nineteen, mm. and it just is weird. Mm-hmm. The wig is bad. Mm-hmm. I don't. I yeah. don't know. Like yeah. it's cute, and I just wish they double cast it, or I wish there was something a little more creative. In the flash, well, you lean into it. I mean, the thing you have to, yeah, do is or lean just like into it. it's yeah. a con- he's a it's comedian, a just be like, right, nudge, nudge to the audience that yeah. I'm 19. All his memories are kind of like sketches or something, yes. Like, you know, make and it kind instead, of a it is done yeah. very earnestly, yeah, no good, which like just reads a little wrong, yes, because you're, I mean, the music, yeah. The thing I will say is Billy Crystal has a wonderful voice, mm-hmm. and he is just like a presence on stage, obviously. But the character is just unlikable, even at the end. It is very. And of course, we have a Jason Robert Brown score, but not Jason Robert Brown lyrics, which is an interesting development. That I didn't quite know. And that that teaches me a lot. Yeah. Amanda Green. Okay. Wrote the lyrics. She of Bring It On, High Fidelity and Hands on a Hard Body. Right. Wrote the lyrics. And with, she redid some of Kiss Me Kate. Yep, redid some of Kiss Me Kate. Uh, redid some of On the 20th Century, I believe. Um, she's great. But it was it's a weird credit to see, you know, music by Jason Robert Brown, yeah. lyrics by Amanda Green. 
Um, I don't know what brought that about, but you no, know, me neither. That's it's cool. It's really cool that he, you know, to do that, I think for him, um, the score, yeah. what I've heard of the score, cause the album's not out yet. I think it comes out we're recording this on the Sunday episode drops on Wednesday. I think the album comes out on Friday of this week. Um, but what I've heard of it, he, the songs are very much in his range. Like he, they, yeah. they put them right where he can sing them. And that works very well for him. Exactly. Um, um, and Shoshana yeah. Bean stuff is good. It's Shoshana Bean. Yeah. She's yeah. They don't really let her like belt or go crazy, but like, that's right. not what that character would do. So. Right. Yeah. She plays the daughter, right? Yes. Yeah. The movie also has, I would be really interested to hear what you think about the movie. The movie also has the problem of a lot of movies have with first time directors who are actors that uh-huh. the performances, I get the sense we're not really directed a lot. He just, which is why like David mm. Paymer in the movie is great. Because David Paymer gets the assignment. Yeah. He works well with Billy Crystal. It's perfect. Speaking of was, Maisel. Yeah. And he was nominated for an Oscar for that performance. Oh, he's um, great in the show as well. I, yeah. I'm excited to see that he's in the show. I love David Paymer. He looks like, a bit uh, older than Billy Crystal. And I think they keep calling him the younger, younger brother. brother. So that's yeah, confusing. That but <laughs> uh, And the movie also has like Ron Silver and Jerry Orbach and Helen Hunt. Like oh. there's a lot of people who like get it. You know what I mean? And like, and do it. But like Crystal's performance is weird and his daughter's performance is weird. It's just a a different director would have finessed the movie. I don't know if it would have been good, but it would have finessed it a little bit. And yeah. So, but I'd be interested to hear what you think of the movie. And I'd be, especially, and Jay, I'd like to hear what he has as somebody who works in comedy. Like its view of comedy is bonkers, I think. There's a whole whole musical number about like teaching this young agent who tries to get him a job. Right. Um, about like who the comedians are, right? Like who, who you ne- should care about, and like who who in '92 were old, but I knew who they were, and now here we are, 28 years after that, and I had like, really no idea who he was talking gang, about. like folks. And I was like, "This is, mm. yeah, not great." Uh, yeah, <laughs> coming in with six nominations as we climb the. This is great because they each have one nomination more. Uh, it's the Music Man. <laughs> Did you see the Music Man? Nope. Okay. Uh, coming in with seven <laughs> nominations. Seven. <laughs> All I'm going to say about the Music Man at this point mm-hmm. is I don't like. I noticed today that the poster art is exactly in the same style as the poster art for the Hello Dolly revival, and I do not like this I, Americana classic musical trend. That is what I'm going to say. Okay. I don't like that. I don't like it from a design standpoint, either on the stage or on the poster. Yeah, I get it. And I'll be playing some clips later during this conversation from the EPK that tell you pretty much a lot you need to know about, all, pretty much all you need to know, I think, about this production. Coming right. in with seven nominations, Girl from the North Country. Here comes the story of the hurricane. Did you see that? No. I didn't see it either. It's the Bob Dylan musical, as it's called. All Bob, D- Almost all Bob Dylan songs I don't know. Um, yes, and I talked to, um, oh, on Broadway Baby this week, we talked about uh, Girl from the North Country because Alex saw it because he is a big mm-hmm. Dylan fan. He is a big Dylan fan, yeah. And he, also, most songs he didn't know. Yeah, it's but not songs his... he didn't know, but just like B sides and They're like from, random. Yes. And he's it's like, from a song weird from the album in '74. Like, yeah, it's from a weird period in Dylan's career, mm-hmm. which I think is cool to like if you're going to do a musical, like not to just play the hits, but like find interesting, songs. especially if you're really putting a story to it. Like if you're not mm-hmm. doing like the story of Bob Dylan. While uh, so like pick a genre right, and run of that person's yes. music, his sort of country, yes, seventies country stuff. Yeah, um, 
when on the same trip when I was just in New York, we had brunch with uh, our friends Jack and Sydney, uh, who saw it, didn't know Bob Dylan's music, and thought it was great. They said as a play and as a like musical, so that they thought it was phenomenal. Is the trend I'm finding when I ask people about it? The mm-hmm. people who do not know Bob Dylan think it's good. And the people mm-hmm. who know Bob Dylan are like, it's very disjointed and the play and the music have nothing to do with each other. And I was like, I think it's because you just know the music. Yeah. <laughs> and it is, I mean, it's Connor McPherson who wrote, was it Seafarer and the Weir? He's a, he's, he's an Irish playwright who's written some yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, so it sounds, it sounds fascinating. I, I, I listened to the album. I thought it was fine. Um, not really my kind of music, but the performances yeah. were great and the arrangements are gorgeous. So it is also very interesting to hear Bob Dylan sung like for real by real people yeah. who can sing for real and be like, oh, from what I've heard, I'm just like, interesting. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's so, the melody of that song. Interesting. Okay, good. Neat. I'm sure I'll see it at some point. Uh, coming in with eight nominations. One we thought would get way more six. six. Yeah. Six. Which I keep forgetting that I still haven't seen. I can't wait to see it. I'm Me deb- too. It was the one whether- ticket that got canceled in 2020 of mine. Mm. I was supposed to see it, like, I think on my birthday, which was day two. Of I was going to say. Two week break. Th- right. Because <laughs> it clo- opening day was the day everything shut down for them. Mm-hmm. And, they had and to- I was supposed to see it like three days later. Mm, no good. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's. I, mean, I can't wait, I can't to, wait see to see it. it. We've done a whole episode on it on this podcast from the London production. Mm. Yeah, it's it, it looks amazing. I'm, But it really does advocate like really this year i think one thing with these nominations that's been brought into sharp focus is that it may be time to add best ensemble performance as a tony nomination because to not nominate any of the six any of, them of them seems a little bit weird we were speculating over however about whether they'd all get one nomination would it, I, I thought mm-hmm. it was too many people for that to but do like, a special tony or, right, something. or something yeah because it would also feel weird if only one of them got it right because then you're just like this one was my favorite Right. They or you're, all or you're, or you're nominating the am- song, you know? Yeah. Cause yeah. they all do an equal amount of things. Yeah. They all have one song and mm-hmm. three group numbers. Yep. <laughs> like, I don't know. I, and I think they were just like, it's a concert. I guess let's not call it acting. Ugh. Yeah. That seems bad to me. Which that also seems, seems bad. Yeah. It seems like they all just kind of went, ah, <laughs> and decided it not it does. to. It does. It does. It was like, there was like, ah, just, nobody, nobody gets it. Nobody gets it. Nobody yeah. gets it. No one, gets, no one. Gets it. They nobody, just nobody. decided not to deal with it. Yeah, I and that's definitely what it feels like. Yeah, which sucks for them. Uh, but they'll get the best performance probably of the night. I would imagine. Oh, that's gonna that Tony performance is gonna yeah. sell so many tickets. Oh, oh so many. Gosh. They're already selling so well. It's why and I haven't seen it. <laughs> it's gonna yeah that that Tony performance is gonna drive them through through the roof and the launch tours and be all kinds of stuff. Oh yeah. Uh, coming in at nine nominations is Company. Company! We've already talked about it and we'll talk mm-hmm. about it some more when we get to the nominees. 10 nominations. We have our first double. Double Ditch. MJ. <laughs> okay. I haven't and <laughs> yeah, and I have nothing to say about it. Honestly, no. I have nothing to say about it. I know. But, I have a few friends in it and I just keep forgetting it's there. Yeah. So I really don't have anything <laughs> productive. And uh, playing across the street from the glass house uh, while we were having dinner, Paradise Square. Paradise Square. Which is what I was supposed to see when I had COVID. So right. I haven't seen. You haven't seen it. No, I've talked to AJ Shively um, on Broad Wasted about it. Thrilled that he is nominated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
He learned to dance. And, and so I have got, nothing. Gets a Tony nomination. And I have very little to say about it because the cast album was supposed to come out in May and never came out. And we don't know when it's coming out. So yeah, I've heard really nothing. Yeah, I've heard nothing at all. So, but it got 10 Tony nominations. That's a, that's a grip. So, mm-hmm. okay. and then coming in with all the right. most nominations of the evening at 11, of course, the Pulitzer Prize winning A Strange Loop. Yes. Which is phenomenal. So, Which I keep saying I should see before Tony's and it sells out, but that is in a week. <laughs> yeah, no, you're not going to see it before the Tony. So, no. <laughs> It'll be around. You'll be able to see it. Yeah, okay. I'll see you, it. You'll get a chance. And that cast mm-hmm. will stick with it. I mean, they've already, oh, that cast yeah. has already been with it for like three years. I think yeah. at this point they can hang out. Exactly. Um, so let's go through these nominees and make some predictions here. Sure. Uh, because I, uh, I think we're going to, so here, here's the big question, I think, for these nominations uh, is, is a strange loop going to turn out to be as a Pulitzer prize winning musical Hamilton or Sunday in the park with George at the Tony's. Cause I feel like it's going to be feast or famine for them, mm. but let's start. We're going to start at the bottom. Okay. Uh, best orchestrations. We have a uh, company, company girl from the North country. Here comes the story of the MJ <laughs> six. Strange Loop. Do you have a prediction? Um, I really don't, especially because I haven't seen so much. The orchestrations of Company are very cool. Girl, they are I very feel cool. Like Girl from the North Country and MJ because they were existing properties that clearly needed a lot of orchestration work because, mm-hmm. like, they were pop songs that have been converted into other things. Mm-hmm. Like, I think, like, maybe even Girl from the North Country because it's just truly. They made Dylan music a musical. Mm-hmm. Like MJ's probably it's done. Um, yeah, Charlie Rosen won last year for uh, Moulin Rouge. <laughs> I think of the word was part of that team of, Mou- of Moulin right. Rouge orchestrators because, sure. of course, that required a team. Well, of course, it um, so it would be fun to see him win one like back to back orchestrations. That'd be good. Would be cool. Um, six also, you know, orchestrating a pop group for a musical. But I kind of think like, yeah, like orchestrations is where like it being an existing property is what's impressive. Uh-huh. <laughs> so do, you have a, do you have a prediction though? <laughs> I'll say Girl from the North Country. She's saying Girl from the North Country. So I am going to say Strange Loop because okay. to tip my hand a little bit, um, mm-hmm. the, the Tony nomin the, the award for best orchestrations, uh, uh, often goes with the best musical winner. Um, so I'm going to, uh, I'm going okay. to go that way, which also tells you how I'm voting at the end, but I think we all knew that probably, yep. um, okay. since I have been a strong advocate of strange loop for many years now, uh, yeah. now here's, here's okay. a tricky one. Same shows, all the same shows nominated in this category, best sound design of the musical, mm-hmm. Company, Company, Girl from the North Country, Here comes the story of the hurricane. MJ, <laughs> Six, <laughs> and Strange I think it's six because it's handheld bikes and they all have in-ears and, and that's the hardest thing to do. And that's what I went with too, for that same reason. Yeah. Because it has, I, I always, whenever I do awards predictions, if I don't know who it's going to be, I just go with most of whatever it is. And that musical clearly has the most sound design of, yes. of all these musicals. Oh yeah. Yeah. So because not only are they mixing in the house, they're mixing in their ears. 
Yes. And uh, you know what? I'd be interested. So Strange Loop, quick, quick diversion into Strange Loop for a second. Yeah. When it was here in D.C., there were a number of people who saw it early in the run who said the sound wasn't that good. And we and then when I saw it and Kelly and I saw it and Kelly knew nothing about it and she had no trouble understanding. I mean, as much as you can when people are like coming at you at a million miles an hour. Mm -hmm. But she didn't comment that the sound sounded bad. But I had several friends down here who saw it. I was like, it just didn't sound good. And we all thought it was the theater. It's at Woolly Mammoth. They don't do a ton of musicals. Uh, They do do some, but not a ton. And, you know, it's just weird. It's an odd house. And they just reopened from the pandemic. There's a lot of like, oh, yeah. So fine. But then it opens in Broadway. And I saw people on Twitter saying the same thing, that it didn't sound, it didn't sound good. good. And I kept hopping on those, like whenever it was a threat of somebody I knew, I'd say exactly what I said to you. Like, well, that's what they said down here in DC when it opened too. And it sounded fine when I saw it. So, but I don't know what's going on with that. But I wonder since- if it's like a weird, like, is it weird to mix? Is it? It might be. I'm not a hundred percent sure. I mean, cause it's only the, you know, whatever it is, eight of them. Yeah. And it's, and it's very What I tight. find a lot when people say something doesn't sound good is mm-hmm. that they have listened to the album too much. Yes. Yes. Because every time I see Hamilton, it takes me like the first two songs. Be like, This doesn't sound good. And I'm like, this doesn't sound mass recorded. Right. Yeah. Yes, exactly. It doesn't sound mixed. It's yeah. happening right in front of you. It is a live mix. This is impressive. Yes. Kimberly. Yes, Shut up. It sounds really good. Actually. Yes. You have no idea. So it might, it might just be one of those. Yeah, that's true. May just be one of those. But anyway, it's just an interesting diversion. Mm-hmm. If you see sound, if you saw Strange Loop on Broadway and you thought the sound, yeah. what do you think of the sound? Let me know. I'd be mean, very interested to hear. And when did you see it? That would also be important in the conversation. Uh, best lighting design of the musical, Company. Company. Flying over Sunset. Flying over Sunset. MJ. <laughs> Paradise Square. Paradise Square. Six. Or a strange loop. Well, I've only seen company. <laughs> I will go first this time. Okay. And to not keep putting the pressure on you and say I'm picking six again. And again for the exact same reason. But I think yeah. company's lighting design was excellent and integral. So it would not surprise me if it won. That's true. But I think it's gonna be six. I've seen the foot like some of the footage and stuff. Like it's buck wild, the lights in that yeah. show. Yeah, it's a concert. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'll say six. Yeah, I'm saying six with a company rising. I, I'm, I'm yeah, not like, you exactly. know what I mean? Like it's, it, it's, it, it's entirely possible, but, but I'm not willing to, not enough that I'm willing to bet on it. All right, here we go. Now time to confront some uncomfortable truths about the world. Best costume design of a musical, Carolina Change. Nothing ever happened underground in Louisiana. Diana. All right, I'm no intellect, but maybe there's a discotheque. MJ. Music Man, Paradise Square, Paradise Square. and six. six. What we have here are one, two musicals about, uh, I'm going to use the word imitating, but that's the, ba- the wrong word, but like, you'll understand what I mean. Im- two musicals imitating real life. Mm-hmm. Three, uh, two musicals set over a hundred years ago. Uh, and then one musical set 70 plus years ago. years ago. Yeah. And then one musical Fantasia with six. So it's really like 
There, I, God, I don't know. It could go Man. a bunch of different ways because you could just let Diana win something. Yeah, but it's William Ivy Long. There's a whole song about her dress. And yeah. then like, but like, it's fine. And also he's a monster. So that's yeah. bad. Uh, um, also like the, co- the costumes are only okay. Yeah. They're just recreations of things exactly. she's actually worn. So like Which that's is not... The- which to me is also the, the vote against, I mean, it, it's a different kind of design, but it's a vote against MJ also to me. I would agree. So, and like Caroline and MJ are like almost too modern. Like, I feel like it always goes to something old. Yeah. So like the Music Man or Paradise Square. Cause it's like, wow, you made a hoop skirt. Right. Um, six is the most inventive, surely. Right. Because it's taking Elizabethan styles and putting them in modern and like making. But they never like change. But they but don't ever. But change. they don't change. Yeah, and ca- this production of Caroline does have some very interesting costume choices they made with the, the bus and the, the. Oh wait, true the bus and the yeah, and, and the, and the, the moon washing machine is very cool. And the, yeah, so there's there's elements there's to all it. of that. Okay, so yeah. So mm. I'm going with Paradise Square because I vote for the period piece, but I could see Caroline sneaking in here. So what, what do you think? Too. And yet somehow I could just see them giving it to six because they have created iconic characters mm-hmm. out of a Broadway show. It's true. So I'll say six. You're going to say six. All right. Mm-hmm. It's your third pick for six. All right. Six. This is <laughs> your six picks. This is in, now this is an interesting category. To me. Best scenic design of a musical. We have company, company. flying over sunset. Sunset. MJ, <laughs> Paradise Square, Paradise Square. <laughs> and Strange Loop. I think Beowulf has enough Tonys. Probably. I yeah. think I and it's haven't closed. really. And it's closed. And it's closed. I haven't seen the set for MJ or Strange Loop. Paradise Square, I think the set is big, like a big brashy kind yes. of you know period piece set. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm gonna go with I'm gonna put you on the hotspot for the next one. I'm gonna go with company because of yeah. how integral the set was to the way they told the story. That's that was what I'm thinking. Really, too. really interesting. All set. of the 35s, yeah. the different shades of gray, the, the sequences, I mean, and and the where she like yeah the different size rooms. It and was the, just so part of the storytelling. Well, but also have like to and have the. A, number the letters and the I don't yeah that was the only part I wasn't wild about was the comp the another hundred people section I, I don't want to ruin this if you haven't seen it but Kimberly will know what I'm talking about mm-hmm. the TikTok section oh brilliant the, but the trick in the TikTok mm-hmm. section that's really good set design like that yeah, is incredibly that good set design yeah and it's really good it's also beautiful it's iconic it's really really good so yeah I think I'm gonna go with company for this one and yeah there's a gasp yeah, there is a gap. I did. I gasped. I, I absolutely too. gasped. The first and time I saw also, it, and then the second time I saw it, I just kept staring. I was going to say, where'd you I, go? Where'd I you go? I didn't want to see it again because I was like, I'm going to find it. I'm going to figure it out. I mean, I'm definitely not, but I'm like, I'm definitely going to, I'm going to figure this out. And also, guess, again, but like, not, I don't really not, know. To ru- not to ruin it for you also, if you haven't seen it, but uh, Getting Married Today also has a very, like, it's a, it is a gimmicky set, but shocking, like, but so well. But fun. So well covered though, like you do not oh, yeah, see the gimmicks coming. The stuff and getting married today is cool. Yeah, right. You see what I mean? Like that's oh yeah, they're gonna really, win. really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I will also say, not I'm not gonna ruin Strange Loop for you. Will spend 
two thirds of Strange Loop going, why did this get nominated for best set design? And then it will all become clear to you two thirds of the way through the show. And I'm not going to spoil for you what happens. It took me and this as a guy who has listened to that cast album so much, I burned out the MP3s. It shocked me when it happened. It was amazing. So, okay, that's fun. Um, Ooh, best choreography. We have our first play uh, who snuck into the uh, into the categories here for color girls who have considered suicide when the rainbow is enough. Instead of being sorry all of the time, enjoy being yourself. MJ, <laughs> Music Man, oh, Paradise Square, Paradise Square, and six. This is a hard one to me. I know. It's a and very, I kind very of tricky think, one. Like when a play gets nominated, like it's just going to win. <laughs> Do you think so? I mean, Camille A. Brown is great. Yeah. She's great. But it's also like if they took the time to nominate a play for best choreography, mm-hmm. it's good enough to take the category. Doesn't that happen with um, Harry Potter for orchestrations or score? For score? Did they Maybe they didn't. I don't score? think they no, were but they did. But you're right. That happened. Something like that happened with Harry Potter. Let me look that up. Yeah. I mean, we had the, you know, the terrible thing last year, which is why I don't recognize those Tony Awards with there being all the score nominees were. Uh, oh, yeah. Were so play, many plays. Were, plays. were all plays. There were. Oh, they were all plays were all because plays. there was no original score. That's right. well, because they didn't nominate Percy Jackson for reasons. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, which offended me so deeply. <laughs> Did not watch the Tony Awards for the first time. It was just I don't kind know of mean. It was super mean and dismissive and snobbish. Yeah, and a lot it was of things very snobbish. Yes, and it made me furious. And so I didn't watch yeah, it. Yeah, like I was not a big fan of that show, but to be rude. Yeah, I'm not. I'm like, to be rude, in a, although they nominated the stuff you could still see. Yes, they were putting I, on a commercial for Broadway. They were, and I do understand I think that. that show went on tour. But here's my thing. Yeah, like my thing is it 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 falls into okay. Now I'm just gonna get on the soapbox. Mm. The because I I am also not a huge fan of the Percy Jackson musical. I think it's very good, but I'm not saying it should have won. Should have been the only nominee and won. No. I'm not saying that at all. But to not, it's just like the Be More Chill situation. To not nominate that show mm-hmm. is sort of like especially with what else was nominated in its stead percy jackson's much more egregious because they absolutely went out of their way not to nominate it they nominated Um, only three shows the only original score yeah and it's like it it was in a truncated tony awards where we are theoretically celebrating theater like are you out of your mind it was the only eligible musical with an original score the only other eligible leading actor yeah and so it's like guys like you've got to be kidding me you're you're clearly singling it out and i think it is the like the snobbishness that shows aimed at an audience they desperately need is unconscionable and i'm not saying be more chill is great i don't think it is a great musical i think it's an excellent album but i don't think it's a great musical yeah i think percy jackson is very very good but like it doesn't matter you are you are intentionally snubbing these shows in an aggressive way and it is unnecessary. And, and you are snubby, snubbing the next generation of audience. Yeah. And you can't you can't sit and beg You're the letting audiences. these kids think that they aren't welcome. Yeah. It's the only thing they can think because you've yeah. consciously decided not to do it. Oh, so the anyway. thing I like isn't worthy. OK, right. Here endeth the rant. Uh, but the, the, as I was looking things up, um, 
Harry Potter was nominated for best choreography. It did not win. It lost to Justin Peck for Carousel. That makes sense. So, well, in that vein, then does Christopher Wheeldon or Warren Carlyle win? Like, (laughs) oh God, though, have you seen the dancing for Music Man? Anyway, no, I mean, it's Warren. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love Bill T. Jones. I don't know the choreography at all. I know that he taught AJ Shively to dance, and apparently, he looks like he's been Irish step dancing his whole life. You know, I'm going with I'm I'm you you sw- I originally so I originally had six. I'm going with for colored girls. I'm I'm going. All for right. It. What, do, what are you going to do? You're going to go for it too. All right. Yeah. Because who who the hell knows? Like we're we're also predicting kind of a six sweep if we don't go that. Way. <laughs> and I true. don't think that's going to happen. Um. Although right. no, I'm going to change to Paradise Square because that is what Ooh, I've heard is good about that interesting. show. Interesting. Okay. I've heard that the dancing is very good. Okay. All right. That's good. That's our first like serious disagreement. I love it. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Let's go up to best book of a musical. (laughs) Girl from the North Country, Connor McPherson. Here comes the story of the hurricane. MJ, Lynn Nottage. (laughs) That shocked me. I didn't know she wrote the book to that show. Neither did I. Uh, Mr. Saturday Night, Billy Crystal, Lil Gans, and Babalu Mandel. Paradise Square, Christina Anderson, Craig Lucas, and Larry Kirwan. Paradise Square. And Strange Loop, Michael R. Jackson. I mean, Strange Loop. I think I think Lynn Nottage is going to win Best Play this evening. I should say, um, so she will get her 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 Tony for um, for Clyde's. But mm. um, yes, no, I think this is Michael. Uh, Michael Hart. They want a Pulitzer, give the man a Tony. <laughs> the living MJ. But this is why I say this is going to be, are we Sunny in the Park with George or are we Hamilton? Like, is it, but I don't, I mean, I don't, except for Girl from, I think Girl from the North Country, maybe, but it, no, like it, it's, mm-hmm. the more I've watched the Tonys and the more I've tried to predict them, like this is the band visit rule to me. I was convinced Tina Fey was going to win a Tony because she's Tina Fey. Uh-huh. Give Tina Fey a Tony then they're definitely not going to give, you know, Connor McPherson just a Tony for just doing that. You know yes. what I mean? Like it's, yeah, it's yeah, not going to yeah, yeah. get that way. Um, and then we can move into best original score <laughs> flying over sunset with Tom Kitt and Michael Corey flying over sunset, Mr. Saturday night music by Jason Robert Brown lyrics by Amanda green. Paradise Square, Jason Howland, Nathan Tyson, and Masi Ara. Oh, man, I hope I'm not pronouncing the name correctly. Masi Asare. Paradise Square. Six, Toby Marlowe and Lucy Moss. And Strange Loop, Michael R. Jackson. Big black and clear, American Broadway. I mean, again, I think it's got to be Michael R. Jackson. I, don't. I do too, unless they give him book and not score, but yes. I don't know who they'd give it to instead. It is such a good Only score, if though. Six gets the score and it, he gets the book. Right. But it is such a good score. It's the only thing I can see, but it's yeah. great. It's such a good score. It's it's not yeah. a, yeah, I mean, it is such a good score. The the tunes are, it, it, it's all the stuff you want it to be. It's, it's interesting. Catchy, it's catchy. It's great. It, yeah. Sophisticated. It, you're whistling. Yeah. You're. I have to constantly stop myself from singing wildly inappropriate lyrics around my oh, me too. And pop into their head and <laughs> singing about Inwood daddies. And I just can't be doing that because that is catchy as all get out. Yes, and I just can't is. stop. Just can't stop. Uh, yeah. I, I think it's going to have to be strange loop on both counts. Um, yeah, I agree. Yeah. 
The only, yeah. Strange Loop with a six rising. I, I see what score. you, yes, exactly. I see what you're saying about six and it's very possible, but I don't, I don't think so. But I also wonder if six is suffering a little from, it wasn't open, obviously, pre-pandemic, but it and Girl from the North Country were actively in previews. Yes. And most of these people had seen them two years ago. Yes. And so like, is anyone like is six played out for any there is a the there is an anti-six movement too in the theater oh. world because it's a concert because it's a concert there and it's also, so short and they're charging the same price yes now this is an interesting category best direction of a musical company marianne elliott company. girl from north country connor mcpherson here comes the story of the hurricane mj christopher wielden Six, Lucy Moss and Jamie Armitage. And Strange Loop, Stephen Brackett. This is a really interesting and hard, I think this is the hardest one to predict. Because Because Marion Elliott reconfigured an entire show. Right. And is the star of the thing. Like she, and was like, they've obviously also been doing a full court press on her. uh, Oh, yeah. Um, have been uh, her pre- getting this Tony like they've oh, really yeah. put a lot of money into that um, <clears throat> and- Strange Loop would be so interesting and cool for Stephen Brackett having been snubbed for Be More Chill for Be More Chill exactly um, I like that would be a fun vindictive moment but I don't know if that hurts also it's always hard to tell like if that true yeah I think it's between the two of them I think it's between the two of them and I actually am going to even though I don't I think that Stephen Brackett having seen both of these shows this is shocking to be able to say this I think Stephen Brackett deserves it but I think Marianne Elliott's gonna win it because she yeah they're gonna reward the concept this is a like the this is a dear Evan Hansen come from away situation to me yep Mm -hmm. that like the it's just she she's gonna get the we can't give it son time you can't give it best music you can't do the thing but she's gonna get that they're gonna Mm -hmm. reward her for doing it putting it together it's the last show that's or do they win best revival i think they are gonna win best revival too i think they're gonna get yeah yeah i think she's just gonna get it i think she's gonna it's also tremendously well directed this is not a like i'm not mad about it yeah, but he, you know, but it is. She did really reinvent the show, and it, it really, and she's, and at least they're giving her almost all the credit for it. So yeah, they really are. Um, I have to think that she's going to win for that. What do you do? You, do you agree, or do you think it's? Gonna I be agree. Win? Yeah, agree? I think they're just going. All right, let's yeah, have some fun. Here come the actors. <laughs> Here come the performers. Here come the. Here <laughs> they come. Uh, best performance by an actor in a featured role in a musical. We have Matt Doyle for Company. I'm not well, so I'm not getting married. You've been swell, but I'm not getting married. Clear the hall, cause I'm not getting married. Thank you all, but I'm not getting married. And don't tell Paul, but I'm not getting married today. Sydney Dupont for Paradise Square. Jared Grimes for Funny Girl. We taught her everything, how to hoof and how to sing. We taught her how to whack a joke from here to Hackensack. John Andrew Morrison for A Strange Loop. I'd just like to remind you, periodically, read your Bible song. A.J. Shively for Paradise Square. Why should I die in spring? 
this is tight. This is a tough category. I think. Yeah. I think it's Matt Doyle. I think it's Matt Doyle too. <laughs> I think I just think it's Matt Doyle. After all AJ Shively, love you so much. Third episode ever of Broadway's did. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Wow. He was very, oh. very early on. Drunkest episode, I think. <laughs> and then we talked to him a few weeks ago about this show. And, mm. you know, yeah, I'm so proud of him, but also it's Matt Doyle. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's Matt Doyle. I, 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 yeah, I think we can rule out Jared Grimes. I think mm-hmm. his nomination is the award. I think the Paradise Squares cancel each other out. I agree. And so it becomes between John Andrew Morrison and Matt Doyle. And I think between the like, honestly, between saying, the two, like, Matt Doyle has a. I mean, I just I don't. It I haven't seen the Strange show. Loop. Yeah. It stops the show. I had not ever really experiencing a number stopping a show before on Broadway. But the it, only other time I had was um, Color Purple. Mm-hmm. I'm here. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, very different stopping the show, too. Very different. <laughs> but like the that moment, the 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 I mean, honestly, it's I can't tell you how like ex- having seen that show five or six times in my life, I have never seen a performance of Getting Married Today that was like that. And it's equal parts direction set ensemble and Matt Doyle, but Matt Doyle is like leaving it all on the stage. And then in the scene afterwards, keeps it up. That's the thing I'd never really seen before. Was that oh, like, because yeah. usually by the, the you, you get to the end of that song and you're just wiped out. But like the moment he kicks. No, his panic attack is rising further. Yeah. <laughs> like, and then like when Paul leaves and then again, the scene makes so much more sense. Bobby proposes. And it's just so much more ridiculous. And the yes, the complete absurdity of that scene. Then suddenly it's like, like it, which it makes less him. sense for the Bobby story arc, but it does make more sense for him to be like, oh well, no, yeah, <laughs> like this is yes. Wait a minute, I it am sh- on the right path. It shocks him into reality in a beautiful yes. way. Yes, yes, yes. And it is yes, and like you said, yes, it makes a lot less sense for Bobby to do that, but it makes yeah. a lot more sense for him to do that. So like <laughs> mm-hmm. it's. It's great. It work. It works for me. It it lines up. Um, yeah, it's Matt. Doyle. Yes, I think it's Matt though. I think it's great. Very, very well deserved. He's he's tremendous. All right, the most stacked category. They went with six nominations for this mm. one: and best performance by an actress in a featured role in a musical. There was no room for the six. <laughs> I know, even though they went with six nominees. <laughs> uh, Jeanette Bayardell for "Girl from the North Country." I hope I'm sorry if I mispronounced your name. Shoshana Bean, Mr. Saturday Night. So you write the guy off, so the family is through, and there's no happy endings for people like you. Jane Hodeshell for Music Man. Oh, well, I have a bunion there that bothers me sometimes. Oh, what grace! L. Morgan Lee for Strange Loop. I like this, and I like Wicked. I come up every year to see my shows. I'm from Miami Beach, you know, in Florida. Like Dorothy, Blanche, Sophia, and Rose. <laughs> Patty Lapone for company. It's the little things you do together, do together, do together that make perfect relationships. And I'm very happy to see uh, Jennifer Samard for company. company. Because she was also great. Just fantastic. Just so good in a role that also, does not get a lot of recognition usually. No. Yeah. And as Jay and I always say that we are that couple. 
from mm-hmm. company. You're 100% if you pick, are. Yes. Oh, yeah. That one's yeah. us. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm just like, yes, it'd be like I want. <laughs> As I sit here in my athleisure, like, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't be mad not about gone it. to the gym and eating a brownie today. Like, there we're good. I wouldn't be mad about it if she won. I really um, would not be mad. Shauna Bean is doing a good job in a fine show. I don't think she has enough to do to warrant a Tony. Has she won a Tony before? I don't think, I don't know if she's ever even been nominated. What has she originated? That's a good question. Oh, that's a good question. I'm not sure. Who did, she does a great job. Who am I mixing her up with? Are you mixing her with Stephanie J. Block like Jada? I Jada's? am mixing her up with Stephanie J. Block. That is <laughs> Jada's the same exact thing. And I'm like, it's because they were alphabets back to back and everyone just puts them together. So she was in Hairspray, but in the ensemble. Mm-hmm. And no, then I think she took over first, for Tracy. Yeah. This is her first Tony. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, she's good, but the part's no, only she'll fine. Win. She'll win eventually. I think you, yeah. She'll Jay win something better. And Jay Hudichel in uh, Music Man plays the mayor's wife. Mayor's wife. Which is a neat, no, I mean, it's a good part. Yeah. I think I know how this is going to go, though. Patty? Yeah, I oh. really do. Uh, yeah, it doesn't. She sits down. It doesn't thrill me, but I think that it is such a stacked category. That they're just going to be like, I think she's, Patty it's just going to go to Patty LuPone. Yeah. Okay. She's going to get her third Tony award. Um, Has Jen Samard won a Tony? Did she win for disaster? No, I don't think so. Then I'm gonna just gonna say she wins. I don't I, think that's true, okay. but I'm just gonna say it. I hope you're right. I really hope you're right. This is you. a this is an example of because because she's it's again another performance where you're like, I've never seen Sarah that way. Yeah. I've never really like I've, I've never, never seen, really thought that much. Oh, yeah, oh, she's a real person. Yeah, with like things that, to do. Yeah. Yeah. And and I mean she's channeling, as Robbie Rizal said, she's channeling Jennifer Coolidge a lot in this show, which is in the best possible way. Uh, I think she's she's so good in that. Yeah, I hope you're right. That would be wonderful. But I'm going. I'm going to go with Patty. Um, best actor in a leading role in a musical. I think this is a pretty easy one, but we'll read them anyway. Billy Crystal, Mr. Saturday Night. One day you feel like you've been forgotten, lower than gum under someone's shoe. Miles Frost for MJ. Hugh Jackman for The Music Man. We've surely got Trump. We've surely got Trump. Right here in the city. Right here. Remember the main Plymouth Rock and the Golden Rock. Rob McClure for Mrs. Doubtfire. I'm ready. I'm in your hand. Right. So chase this man and make me a woman if you can. Spivey, A Strange Loop. Mom is napping on the couch and dad cuts the grass while I watch TV all day long. Young and Restless, like one lone black boy I knew who chose to turn his back on the Lord. One lone black boy I knew who chose to turn his back on the Lord. I think we can both agree it's Jaquel. It's Jaquel. <laughs> it's 100%. It's Jaquel. his to lose. And yes. I, what an exciting thing to win. He's it's his Broadway so debut. Good. He's he wonderful. Is. He. He runs the whole show. Yep. It's about him. Yep. He's going to win. He, he should win. I hear I, that Miles Frost is very good. I agree. I, so I've I seen think video. maybe he's the other top contender. Hugh Jackman has done enough. <laughs> yeah. Rob McClure is wonderful. And like, if this is the one thing Doubtfire wins, so be it. I do not think that after the outrage after Tootsie, yeah, I, 
I don't, I don't think he, I don't think so. No, I don't. Which think. is a shame because it. He'll be I back. The yeah. nomination is, but that's the, the that's what the nomination does is it gives him a kick like career wise to be like he'll be back. Like it's it's like Damacore is very good. And everyone like overall agrees that like he is what's good about the show. Right. And so like he will never stop working. Yeah. He'll it's Jacob Spidey. And Billy Crystal, no, absolutely not. So I think it's no. And maybe just, I hope they give him something fun to do, like in the opening number or something. Oh, I'm sure he'll like, such a come out in his character and insult people and it'll be awful. Oh, uh, oh yeah. <laughs> best performance by an actor. Oh, yeah. They week. get to do a performance. Oh, yeah, they do. Oh, yeah. He's going to it's going to be like mm. the opening number of his 50s TV show. And then he's mm-hmm. going to do some insult mm-hmm. comedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm right. so excited for it too. Mm-hmm. Best performance by an actress in a leading role in a musical. This is an interesting group. This is, yeah. Yeah. Sharon D. Clark for Caroline or Change. Slam go the iron, slam go the iron. Flat, 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 Carmen Cusack for Flying Over Sunset. What's the point of all the fame and power? Why do I feel unsatisfied with all that I've accomplished? Sutton Foster for The Music Man. Joaquina Calacongo for Paradise Square. And Mayor Winningham for Girl from the North Country. I do love Mayor Winningham too, Mayor so Winningham that would be nice. So but also, I don't know the show to I, know. I, I, yeah, I, I hear I just, that Wakina is wonderful. Yes, in Paradise she, Square, they are really pushing the the people behind Paradise Square are really pushing for her to win. And I, I would love that for her. Is that where you're going to go? She was in. <sighs> yes, Sharon D. Clark won the with, Olivier. So. Yeah, Sharon D. Again, this is Carmen. A, love of my life, but sure. She'll, the show is closed and she'll win for something else she'll um, get it she'll come back it would not has won enough and done enough and no one's that and not for this her. no not for no. this yeah no uh yeah i'm, I'm a joaquina with a sharon yeah, rising me too I, I would not surprise me if sharon d clark won and i kind of like would be enthused if she did but i think yeah joaquina colongo is, is they're really putting behind it they the clips i've seen online she's great so yeah yes, i will i hear it yeah happily pass that on to her me too all right, best revival of a musical. Nothing ever happened underground in Louisiana. Company. Uh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> I will be mad if Caroline wins, but I'd be confused. I, yes, I'd be very confused. I mean, the, just I'd be the, mad. I think if the music didn't win. I don't, I mean, the music man's not going to win. It, it's selling no. without it. It doesn't need it. Th- this is the last musical uh, that Stephen Sondheim worked on that opened on Broadway that he was personally involved win. in. 
It's his most famous musical. He said, don't at me. Um, it is like, yes, this is, this is the show. This is the big, the number of moments that evening that will be dedicated to Stephen Sondheim is going to get a little bit old, but you know. The in memoriam is going to be real oh, sad. It's going to be, he's going to get his own, right? Oh, what are they going to sing? No, he's they're going to sing a Sondheim song. Yeah. For the in memoriam and then he'll get. Sunday. He'll get his own something. They'll sing Sunday. sing Sunday. A thousand yeah. percent. Yeah. Billy Porter will sing Sunday with a yep. choir. And, and I will like cry. The entire time. <laughs> I will cry like a baby because it is. Yes, because yeah. it's a gorgeous song and because I do. And because. Ugh, okay. All right. Best musical. Six yeah, nominees. Here we go. Here comes the story of the think we can all agree it's a strange loop. it's a strange loop it, it has to be 11 nominations pulitzer prize we've we've got it on here to win between the two of us we've got it on here to win three other awards uh mm-hmm. and yeah i i think it's gonna it's just be, gonna win yeah yeah it's so good it's yeah it's it's, so it, it is world changing i mean it is it really really is like i i don't i i don't want to overstate it because you know you, you can run out of, of things to say about something but it is like it's it's earth shatteringly good it's the best day of the theater i've had since i saw come from away and i'm oh, yeah i'm amazed by it like i mean and i still listen to it like i still will pop it in and just be like yes i absolutely i cannot wait for the broadway cast album to come out oh yeah um and i i'm excited to get it that also comes out on friday i believe and um Yes, I will have it day day and date, and oh, yeah, uh, it'll be in my ears and all day, all day. It'll be fantastic. Um, oh, I need to see that show. Let me see how we've done here. So we've got okay. Strange Loop winning three, Company winning four. You've got Paradise Square winning two. Uh, no, we've got Company winning five. Pardon me. Card at six winning two or three, depending on which one of us you go with. And oh wait, I've got I've got strange loop in the orchestrations category too. Hang on, I've got strange loop oh, winning yeah. uh five. So the big winner of the night, I think, between us is company. We we think company's gonna get the most awards. We both agree it's gonna win five. Yes. Um that sounds right. That sounds right to me. Yeah. Yeah. Strange Loop and Company, it's there. Strange Loop and Company, we'll have a big, we'll have a big night to divide it up between them. And Paradise Square, I'll grab some stuff in there. Um, yeah, that's a pretty. I, I, what? So here's as we as we wrap up because uh, mm. we've got through this. What are the um, what do you, so we we talked about the in memoriam section. Talked about Sondheim having his own in memoriam section. Um, every so we're going to have performances definitely from Girl from the North Country, MJ, Mr. Saturday Night Paradise Square, Six, and Strange Loop. I guess also from Company and Music Man. Will they yeah. show video of Carolina Change? Maybe. Yeah, like kind of like they do at the plays. Maybe I think Sharon D. Clark will if come. She's yeah, that's sort of she's there. Well, she's nominated. So yeah, she, true. If she's there, she'll maybe maybe she'll do Lot's Wife. Um, that's the only thing I can. Which think, would be incredible she if she did. My gosh, because um, that's what Tanya did at the Tonys, I believe as I think well. So. I believe they did Lot's Wife um is yeah that makes sense maybe chip zion will be there he can come in and do some stuff too uh he was great he is great i love chip zion yeah um 
So yeah, and then so will we get perform? I don't think we'll get performances from any of the like. I, I, I there's that's that's nine yeah. shows right there doing performances. Yeah, so I don't think we'll get a Flying Over Sunset or a. And Mrs. I don't Doubt think you'll Fire. get a Doubtfire. I don't. Yeah, think- I don't think you'll get a Diana. I don't. No. Think we'll get- <laughs> God, I would love it so much, but no, I, know. I don't think we'll get a Funny Girl. Yeah. This is you're just you, you'll see yeah, stuff they'll, they'll something, but it won't be. Yeah. Um. How do we feel? I'm excited for Ariana to, uh, to be hosting Ariana Du Bois. Um, I'm excited to see what she's like as like a personality. I've only there ever will seen be her dancing. In... I think we can guarantee there will that, be dancing. Yeah. yeah. Like the opening number will just be choreography. Oh, yes. The It'll just be all the choreography. Yes. Yeah. And that'll be good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, do you think they'll get, do you think they'll try to rival um, 2013? Do you think they'll try to rival bigger than neil patrick harris opening which is maintained i just be- watched that the other day because i was it's going the, through all the, like my old performances to see what I it's thought the best tony performance to. ever it's the best I tony agree. opening number that night and also featured that evening which gets forgotten because bigger so good is the tv series montage with him and andrew rannells and laura bonanti talking about being on television right. that is also phenomenally good like just oh yeah really really well written clever I have to go back and watch that three different songs i think they do a medley of it's mm-hmm. so so funny um that uh, that stands out to me and also uh i don't remember what year it was but there was the year they did every time all the nominees had been on law and order oh and i forget danny what. It burstein was, had it like was danny burstein had, like, it was had like when 10. he was nominated for fiddler maybe i think that's right and he they kept showing they kept showing they somebody else and then they show him, him again and then they yeah. him. it was so funny because he's been on like 10 times over three law and orders playing so many different parts it's so good i'm hoping that see here's the thing is i'm really hoping it's fun me too that's really all i'm hoping fun for. and uplifting and like a come on back yes and a lot but like not self-serious and not like theater is important because it is but like let's also let's have a good time here gang let's let's you know and the shows by and large are like are not like there's nothing in here that's a dirge you know what i mean like they're all celebrations of life in one way or another so that's good um so I hope that they, they take that cue and I hope that Ariana got called Lynn and said, Hey, why don't you write us a tune? And I think he did. Oh, and, yeah, um, and yeah, I think it would be, I hope it's fun. That's my only big thing. And I now the only thing I have to decide is whether or not I'm getting a Paramount plus subscription to watch the first part. I know. I was just thinking, is it the same I as last year? I keep saying yeah. it's the same as last year, but like is it the same as September. <laughs> Darren, Chris and Julianne Huff to host the Tony pre-show on Paramount plus. Okay, what so that means, pre-show. I'm not sure. So I don't need to get Paramount. Watch it. No. Okay. They. Good. I wonder if they would do some of the technical awards that they don't usually televise anyway. But they. They would. They would. I feel like they would say that. I think they'll go back to doing those during the commercials, which I don't oh, love. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean, but like, I, I don't. I under. I don't love that they do that, but I do understand why they do that. If you're going to be broadcasting on network TV, I would rather have nine performances by musicals and clips from the plays. Oh, so oh. The Tony Awards Act One will kick off at 7 p.m. with an hour of exclusive content, including bestowing multiple honors and introducing special performances. 
That's so vague. I can't. What believe. does that mean? I don't know what that means. I'm not getting Paramount Plus. Is what that means. Yeah, I think you're fine. Hi, Bethany. You 